0: Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Welcome to another episode of Had a Magical Day. I'm your host, Scott, along with my co-host, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hello. And Andrea has been traveling across the country and on her many travels, she stopped for a while at Cedar Point in Ohio And so she's going to tell us about it and kind of compare it to Disney and the Disney parks and what some of the differences are between that park and uh, Disney. Sure. Without further ado, Andrea, tell us a little bit about your, your trip and your, well, particularly your visit to Cedar point. Did you just go for one day or were you there for multiple days?
1: Well, we're going to talk about that, Scott. And we're going to talk about um, some mistakes that were made and maybe some helpful advice for others going Mm -hmm. forward. So my, um, I have family that lives in Michigan and we're in Massachusetts. And typically to go to Michigan, we go through Canada, but because of COVID and the border closings, we're unable to do that. So we have to kind of route through Ohio. Mm -hmm. And you know, coming and both coming and going, which adds a couple extra hours on, but that's fine. So, you know, coming home, I we also there's kids involved, some cousins, little children, you know, 12 teenagers. And usually we like to do a big family blowout, rent a house somewhere, but because of COVID this year, we're gonna scale it back. And um, so, but looking at you know where we were going in Michigan, I was like, gee, what's something kind of fun we could do with the kids? And I saw Cedar Point and the kids love roller coasters. So they figured, all right, this will be like kind of a good trip that will be like kind of a nice time for the cousins to get together. And I like amusement parks, so I was curious. Um, my husband enjoys roller coasters, so he was down for it. And my brother-in-law also likes roller coasters. So this was going to be kind of like our little mini family get together since we couldn't do, you know, something a little bigger this year. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I found myself driving 12 hours to Cedar Point in Ohio.
0: So you got there. So you have a crew of people. We got a, got a crew. Small.
1: And uh, so let's talk about cost. So to go to Cedar, to go to Cedar Point. I think the tickets for a day pass there were about fifty five bucks
0: okay that's not uh, bad
1: not too bad right and I think there possibly could be other discounts like um you know, but you could you could get in there easily fifty five I think 55, 60 bucks what not mm-hmm. too bad
0: any cheaper ones um, for kids or fifty five for everybody
1: fifty five for everybody but problem is we we're gonna go for a day and we had kind of not a huge crew, but we had three, we about six of us. And since we only had a day, we were like, all right, let's upgrade to the the fast pass options. And I looked initially and I was like, okay, fast pass. And I think it was like an extra, it was like 110 bucks or something like that. And I was like, all right. I wow, know, 110 bucks
0: extra or $110 total?
1: Well, that's where I didn't read carefully, 110 bucks extra. So it, yeah. So it added significantly to the cost, but we, we figured, Hey, this is kind of our one fun thing. Let's do, let's do it up a little bit. So, mm. so what do you get for that? You get um, to kind of, essentially go going like a fast pass line for the bigger roller coasters.
0: So this is just the bigger, like you don't get to cut every line. It's only like the well, bigger roller coasters there. Or-
1: yeah, pretty much. Because the shorter lines, they didn't really have the smaller rides. Didn't really have that option. So those, you know, would probably only be a five, 10 a minute wait for those. They didn't anyway.
0: really need it? Yeah.
1: Exactly. But when you get into like the roller coaster, where it could be like an hour or two wait. You know, the fast pass would probably cut you down to about a half an hour. So it's still you're not going to be hopping on and off things in the middle of summer, but it would save you significant time. When we figured, all right, let's let's do this properly then. That's but,
0: a, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I haven't ahead. done a lot of the fast passes, but it seems like a huge markup to pay more than the price of the ticket for the fast pass. Like several years ago, I was in uh, six flags and I bought the fast pass for the kids we were with. Cause I figured we're here for just like you said, for one day, might as well let them get as many rides as possible. But that was like, I can't remember the exact, but it was kind of like 50% of the ticket price added on.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas you're like this... adding on 200% of the ticket yeah. price. Yeah. It...
1: It was a lot because we went from let's say it was 60 bucks a ticket so for 3 of us it would have been 180. I think I paid over 500 plus wow. Yeah, and I and for myself I'm kind of a wimp so I knew I wouldn't go on the super roller coaster. so there were different levels of fast pass. Yeah. So I got myself the lower fast pass. Oh, okay. So because that's like an option. Roller coasters. Right, but even so, it was still pretty big bucks I thought.
0: What's the distinction? What do you get for the lower fast pass?
1: So, the The super fast there okay so to understand cedar point you have to understand this is a role they should really call it like roller coaster point because there are like something ridiculous like 17 or 18 legit roller coasters yeah and within those there are maybe like five or six super coasters so to get the highest level fast pass you get to go on like any roller coaster you want faster and then I opted for the lower one, which eliminated like maybe the top five roller coasters. I figured I probably wouldn't go on those anyway. Oh. We, had a, we had a younger cousin that wasn't interested either. So I was like, all right, well, I'll hang back with her. I don't, you know, if she doesn't want to go on, that's fine.
0: Um, okay. So yeah, so for people who aren't familiar with Cedar Point, I, I always see it. It's known for the roller coasters. Like they are always have one of the top roller coaster or they're always at the top for a roller coaster. So if you're a roller coaster person, this is the place to go
1: this is where you want to go. And even if you're not a roller coaster person, but you just want to see insane roller coasters, this is the place to go. Mm. Now, where I went wrong with the planning, and I hope this will be a lesson to all, is so I figure for the six of us, we probably spent about $1,000, which blows my mind, to go to an amusement park for one day. For that same amount of money, we could have rented a um, cabin in Cedar Point directly on uh, Lake Erie, and had an overnight stay, had early access to the park and had like essentially two days of park access. Yeah. And, you know, looking, I didn't even think of that because I'm so used to Disney with staying on property is ridiculously expensive and there's no way. But afterwards I got home because I'm still kind of bummed out for spending all this money. And we had a great time, so I, I don't regret it. But the cheap side of me was like, hmm, could I have done this better? And yes, I could have. Because we could have gotten like a lovely Cedar Point um lake erie front cabin that we all could have crashed in for the night gone swimming in lake erie which has a beautiful beach and it's essentially it's like being for us these coasters essentially it's like being on the ocean you can't see across it you might as well mm-hmm. and um i think we probably i don't know if we could have had access they've got a water park um swimming pools you know all of that great stuff so if you're going and you don't have a lot of time but you have a night skip the fast pass stay overnight at cedar point they've got a big historic hotel i don't know if it's historic but it looks kind of historic a big nice hotel you could stay in i think they had camping options they had these funky little cabins they had all sorts of cool stuff so that's kind of my my advice to any listeners out there is research the on-site cedar point things
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and then if you really want to go cheap i think they had an official off Like just, you know, a regular kind of hotel off of the property that you take a little bus over. And that was even cheaper that, you know, if you're really just there for the park and don't care about hanging out in Lake Erie at all, and you want to save some money, that would probably be the way to go. So, but I, I, you know, Disney has conditioned me well to assume anything on site is expensive.
0: Right. (laughs) But yeah, no, that sounds like a nice option, a nice vacation to kind of be staying at, at that lodge or hotel that you call it. Because you kind of get the whole—it's almost like a kind of just being on a regular vacation and by a beautiful lakeside place. But then you also have the amusement park.
1: Exactly. And if you go with, say, you know, a family member that's really not interested in amusement parks, but want you know wants to kind of partake in the fun, they could hop back to the um you know and hop back to the hotel or the cabin and hang out on Lake Erie and enjoy a beautiful summer afternoon.
0: How what was the transportation to the park from the hotel? Wasn't? It?
1: Oh, it's walking distance.
0: Walking distance. Oh, there you go. Perfect.
1: So you could, yeah. And I was thinking, you know, like I said, we, we got there pretty early. We stayed pretty late. And if you were staying overnight and people want to take a break for an hour or two or, you know, go get lunch, it, you could do that. Um, take a little nap for a bit. You could flip back easily between, you know, where you're staying on property and the amusement park so now i know and i didn't before but that's okay
0: all right well people can learn from your mistake they
1: learn from my mistakes rent those cabins lake erie's beautiful i didn't understand that until this trip <laughs>
0: all right so you got the fast pass Spent been a lot for it but you said it was right. worth it so what 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 else was the what was the park experience like how does it you know compare to uh, disney world
1: sure okay so You know, we talk a lot about, you know, visiting the parks at Disney, that everything is very carefully planned, you know, we're detail oriented here, everything needs to flow into one thing or another, everything needs to make sense, flowers in this place have to be a certain way, you know. Um, Whereas in Cedar Point, there is none of that. (laughs) There was one themed area that if I had to guess, it might have been kind of like Pioneer, Wild West, Water Wheels. I don't know exactly what it was, but um, that was kind of one area of the park that was decorated or, you know, designed in such a way. The rest of it is, is let's what's the biggest roller coaster we can put on this plot of land? Mm-hmm. And then next to it, what's the next biggest roller coaster we can put on this plot of land? So... If you're kind of looking, you know, we talk about, quote unquote, the magic of Disney, where, you know, it really is kind of thoughtful aesthetics around you. This probably isn't the place for you, if that's what you're looking for. This is. Right. Well,
0: Disney had the advantage of having a huge plot of land and planning it all ahead of time. Right. Right. And even uh, in Disney World, he had extra, he he learned from Disneyland to get extra land for future uh, things. So it was easier for them to, to grow, right? Whereas this place you said, I don't know if we said this during the episode or just before the episode, but you said it's the oldest or second oldest park
1: yep, yep. in the they country. Said, and I believe they said 1870 is when it started.
0: Right, so clearly in 1870, they didn't have the vision for, for what this could be with all these no. crazy roller coasters.
1: No, no, no. And then also on one side, you're hemmed in by Lake Erie too. So it's not mm-hmm. even a case of like, okay, well let's buy this land up and we can do something. You know, you, and there's a town around it too. Mm. So you really are, you know, they are, there's a huge park, but they are kind of constrained. But I just, I found it interesting though, that even when, within that huge park, that it, aside from that kind of one area, you know, there was kind of no thought to let's thematically try to organize some ideas around these rides and kind of link them together in such a way. None of that mm. is going on at this place, which is okay.
0: Yep. So, did any of the rides well, obviously, roller coasters are just roller coasters the out uh, for a theme? they just usually have a certain thrill to them, but were there any non roller coaster rides that kind of had a little theme to the ride a little bit or um,
1: not really? Like, yeah. one of my favorite rides that we went on is um, they had a swing ride that was directly on Lake Erie, and I, I'm such a, like a Lake Erie fangirl now, it's completely weird, but um, it's you know, right on right is you know pretty much directly on the beach she's like you know you're not on the beach but there's a chain link fence and then there's the beach and it was an enormous swing ride and it you know I don't know I'd have to look it up but when you got on at the base and then it probably rose about 100 feet and then just kind of traditional swing ride around uh, but it's beautiful because you're essentially swinging over Lake Erie
0: mm-hmm.
1: on one side and then the park on the other and it was just kind of lovely to give you a a sense of the scope of kind of where this is situated geographically, so that was probably my favorite non-roller coaster ride, um, just for the perspective that it gave you.
0: Hmm. Um, so you mentioned like you weren't going to go on the big, you couldn't go on the big roller coasters because you had didn't have the fast pass for that. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's exactly why, Scott. I <laughs> look, I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save twenty bucks and keep my little niece company. By avoiding these big roller coasters, it has nothing to do with my intense fear of these enormous right. roller coasters, and that's what we're sticking with.
0: So, give me your review as a non-roller coaster person of the roller coasters you went on, but then give me the review of like obviously had family members who were right. going on the, the the other roller coasters who really like roller coasters. So, give us both takes on yeah. uh, the roller coasters there.
1: Okay, so you know, um, my niece and I we went on kind of the smaller roller coasters, and they were great. They were you know, probably um, caliber of like Space Mountain, you know, just kind of nice, no crazy drops. One of them had a loop, which wasn't too bad. Um, you know, one of them, the Blue Streak was, I think, from the 60s, which was kind of a traditional wooden roller coaster. So n- nothing insane, nothing, you know, we're talking Disney Mine, the Snow White Disney Mine type of ride if we're comparing it to Disney, just... Mm-hmm. Clean, wholesome, woo, screaming, but I'm not scared roller coaster type fun rides, which I enjoyed. Um, and then other family members, you know, went on the the crazy, the insane humongous steel vengeance roller coasters, which would pretty much go, you know, 180 degrees straight up on the climb. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And you know, I think for me, I think if you blindfolded me, didn't show me what I was doing, put me on the ride, I'd probably be fine. But just the anxiety of looking at, you know, waiting in line, looking at those rides and imagining what you're going to experience. If you're all phobic about roller coasters, it you know, this could be good exposure therapy if you want to get over that because you know, intellectually you know you're safe, but you're just looking at it thinking like I don't I don't want to go up at 180 degrees for several hundred feet. No. Card.
0: Yeah, I mean, I often will close my eyes for the similar reasons, but not on the way up after at least like, because I have to know when that hill is coming. That's when I close <laughs> the eyes as I'm getting right to the top. But.
1: See, I need to close my eyes. Walking into the park. <laughs> in line. Oh yes, you don't see what
0: you're getting. So I into. don't know
1: what is going on. <laughs> and then once we get to the top of the hill, if you took the blindfold off, I'd probably be fine. <laughs> but I don't <laughs> want to know what's happening until it's happening because it, it looked legit scary and like, you know, it is a severe challenge to physics. But millions of people go on it every day, or not every day, but every year, and it's fine. So I'm sure. Um, um, it works and my family members that did go on the more intense rides loved it. And so mm-hmm. it, it was tremendous uh, Tremendous fun if you like roller coasters.
0: Yeah, so the roller coaster people gave a big thumbs up. They they, they loved. It. What were some of the Like themes of the five rides not themes, but each one has some distinctive feature generally right of being uh, fast or big loops so.
1: and, Yeah, no tall and fast would be tr- tall fast stomach turning maybe a loop or two but you know, the whole point of these roller coasters, I think were to see like how how high could you go up and come down? Um, there were there was one that I didn't go on and I, it might've been a COVID issue, but I think they had like kind of like a virtual reality headset type piece and maybe they had to nix that for COVID that was supposed to be pretty cool. And I think now it's just kind of a traditional roller coaster. And some family members went on that and they said it was fun, but it wasn't great. And just reading about it afterwards, I think, like I said, that, was, that, that virtual reality headset and I, they probably had to mix it for the time being, so.
0: Did they all have like carts that you sat in? Or were some of them like the ones, some of these rides now you, you dangle like from your shoulders yeah, yeah.
1: or? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they had both. I didn't go on any of the dangly ones, um, but yeah, they had, you know, you're sitting kind of like Superman and going yeah. through. Um, I went on traditional just kind of cart things. But yeah, I think if there's anything cutting edge with roller coasters, you will find it at Cedar Point.
0: They are the the king of roller coasters.
1: Yeah, and they had one ride that once again, I did not go on uh, and they're actually closing it down in September and essentially it was two, how can I explain this um, to folks? I understand. So imagine like two corkscrew type, not corkscrew, I guess kind of a corkscrew but that just two parallel corkscrews that go up several hundred feet and connected by a track. And you would just go up 180 degrees on this corkscrew and then come back down and then go hit the one next to it. It was completely insane looking. My daughter went on it, loved it, said it was one of her favorite rides there. I, I thought it looked very, very scary, but and it's, do, it's coming down in September.
0: Do you do that multiple times or?
1: I think you go like twice maybe.
0: So it goes up one, back to the other one, and then kind of back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you're going you're going straight up and you're coming straight down.
0: But you come going straight up and coming straight down. But I thought you said that then connects yeah, and to then a,
1: you're then you've got like a little short run and then you're doing
0: up and down again. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's called the wicked twister. So Google wicked it. Twister. It's completely it, it's it's wild looking. It's the wildest looking roller coaster. And I guess it's but it's not wild enough for Cedar Point anymore because I said it's coming down for something new.
0: Huh, interesting. Yeah. I was gonna say the way you described it, it almost sounded like uh, born out of necessity that they found a way to get a throw, thrilling roller coaster in a small amount of space, but having to go straight up,
1: exactly. and straight down, and it's also like directly on on the lake too.
0: Mm. So. Okay, so we talked a little. You talked obviously it's not a theme park. Um, what were the like? You talked about the fast pass line experience. Like the lines were pretty well managed. Or...
1: Yeah, but you know, unlike Disney where you're looking at things or there might be something interact. None of that. The, we're not wasting time, energy, money on that. You're waiting in line and your interaction is, you know, looking straight up at these wild roller coasters. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> anticipate- and maybe regretting not getting the fast pass.
0: Yeah. You plenty of time to get out of the line. If you change exactly. your mind.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, how about uh, food options? What was the uh, typical uh, food, hamburgers and hot dogs? Or-
1: yeah, yeah. I think there was maybe a couple sit-down places, but you know, nothing exciting. Nothing. You know, at Disney. You might specifically go to like um, the Beast's Castle for the Bell. Yeah. Not none of that business. You can get some delicious French fries. You can sit out and eat them. Um, there might have been a sit-down restaurant or two, but mm-hmm. we are we are not here for dining experiences. Just put it that way. Yep. And also entertainment. So. Same thing, there for the little kids, there's like a Snoopy kind of themed area with Snoopy stuff. I didn't really go in there too much because no. you know, for kiddie ride type things. Yeah. So I'm sure there were kind of some Snoopy characters and things running around there. Um, but in the rest of the park, I don't think we saw no characters walking around. We did catch kind of like a pop-up 1950s, 1960s kind of doo-wop Motown type performance of, you know, They had about 12 people singing and dancing, which was kind of nice. And then they all got in, like, a convertible Cadillac and drove away.
0: So they had, like, a little stage area where they put on shows?
1: Yeah, not even a stage area. It was just kind of an open place where they started Oh, just, like, in
0: the street? Yeah, yeah. 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 so
1: that was nice. Um, They had a rock band, I think, like, maybe a three-piece rock band doing, you know, rock songs kind of by a bar. So... um, and that that was pretty much it for entertainment that I noticed. So, you went a little bit to you know keep people happy and semi-entertained, but once again, you're not going there for parades. Yep. And you know if you're a big peanuts fan, I'm sure there's probably some cool stuff in there that I kind of skipped, but that was that was pretty much it.
0: All right. So that was your experience. And uh, I think at the beginning you said you recommend it, right? You had a good time, you would.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, like I said, I enjoy music. If you like amusement parks and I definitely would add Cedar Point High to your list. And if mm-hmm. you like roller coasters, I would bump that up even higher because it's, you know it's not Disney, it's not any of the, you know, you can't go in expecting kind of a Disney experience, but for 55 bucks, You know, especially if you go, you know, we went kind of the height of the summer and it had been raining several days before and be raining several days after. So we were there probably on a pretty busy day, but I wonder if you were to go during a nice stretch of weather, maybe, or a weekend in September or May or something when it's less crowded, you probably wouldn't even need the fast pass. You could probably just negotiate it for 55 bucks and, and have
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's enough roller coasters there that, you know, unless you have to absolutely hit those five top roller coasters that you get by without the fast pass, or at least the top one.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I said, especially if you kind of can game it out a little bit to go during, you know, like I said, we were there peak time, beautiful day, like the only beautiful day of the week. So mm-hmm. if we are going, that'd be the day to go. And um, I think that, you know, even if it would, it would have been cheaper to actually probably just go for two days and you could space it out a little bit better. And the nice thing is if you do stay on property, you can get early morning access. So you could go an hour before hit the roller coasters that, you know, will have a big line before, um, folks that are just coming for the day, get into. So,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, it sounds like a good option if you have a family and maybe you, you want that kind of on park experience, but you can't afford to do it at Disney, but you could do it there. And then when you go to Disney, you're just going to go to the park and do your,
1: do your thing. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, variety is a spice of life and certainly of amusement parks. So um, if, or if you've got older teens that are kind of like, all right, we get it. I want something new. I want some thrill rides. I would say Cedar Point could be a good way to kind of shake up those vacations a little bit. And, um, and also I think the location being in Ohio, you know, kind of middle of America everybody, a lot, not everybody, but I think a lot of folks could probably drive there within a day or so.
0: Sure. Yeah. Especially people in that region. That's a cheaper way of doing it than going across the country.
1: Absolutely. So we'll see. And, you know, hopefully we'll get a Disney trip in sometime this year, but we'll we'll see. But this was kind of a a nice amusement park break.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that, Andrea. I think that uh, wraps this episode up and uh, we sign off as usual. What do we say? We'll
1: see you real real soon. soon.